It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. I'm, I'm in a great mood tonight. I usually am. Um, we were discussing with my producers about what would we do if we had a limited amount of money? What would we do of our lives? You know, and um, Jill was saying that you know she's uh, if she could, you know, she she would like to uh, spread you know the word of, of gratitude and do things for others. That's very Jill-like, actually. And then you know pass a message of 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 enjoying life, love life, and I, and I believe that too. I, I I feel the same. In do good, feel good, and then also if you love life, life loves you back. If you don't love life, it's not gonna love you. So, you know, I don't know what you would do. I'm gonna put it on my social media. If you had an unlimited amount of money, what would you do out of with your life? And just give one word answer, two word answer. Interesting, right? What would you do if you had an unlimited amount of money with your life? In the meantime, since we have to work, uh, your questions and calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Evelyne. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Evelyne. What's up tonight? Okay, so I need your help. Um, by the way, your accent sounds super amazing. I'm not over it. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay, so... Uh, my boyfriend and I, you know, we've been living together, and we made an agreement that, you know, I'm the one who does the cooking and cleaning. That's fine. I do it. But I need your help because he's actually very messy and dirty. Like, for example, like, if he, like, washes his hair, he leaves, like, balls and balls of hair lying around. Or, like, if he takes out clothes and decides to change his mind, he throws it. I'm not asking him to join the cleaning crew. I want him to be less messy. What can I tell him in a nice way? To mm-hmm. not be such a pig, please. Yes. So um, I totally understand. Um, I don't like mess. So uh, have you had a conversation about it, like with him? Yeah, and he just kind of just shuts down. Like he just like okay. doesn't even say anything. He gets angry. I'm not like hurting his feelings. I'm not calling him a pig. I'm just saying, can you please make it a little easier on me? Yeah. Uh, Evelyn, how does that make you feel when he does that? I feel taken for granted. I feel like like he thinks he can just make a big mess and everything's going to be fine because Evelyn's going to come clean it. And I don't feel appreciated. Sure. Makes sense. So here's here's the solution. Um, you're going to have a very direct talk about how you feel about it, just the way you did with me. Listen, I've been thinking about this, how I feel. And here's the choice. Either we do a partnership where the compromise is 50-50 and you make a huge effort to not be passive-aggressive and think I'm the maid, uh, option A. Option B, I will not pick up anything anymore and I will leave the house for a month, go crazy. And so then it's on you. And, and then you do it. And then you show him uh, what it will be in the house if you stop picking up after him. And, you know, and then he will realize the reality. And sometimes you just have to do that and the, the partner goes, oh, wow, I didn't realize what I was doing. So first, a talk. If he agrees to follow what we, you and I talked about, like a 50-50, everybody's making an effort, it's all good. If he doesn't, please, do not pick any more, any clothes for a month. Sounds perfect. And then we'll see if he starts, you know, changing or not. And, you know, that's my, my opinion. Sometimes you've got to go brutally in one direction. So, good luck to you, Evelyn. Awesome. Thank you so much, Simon. You're the best. Thank you very much for calling and have a good night. Thank you. You too.
So coming up, we are going to help Felicia because she sent me an Instagram DM about her guy and she has a question. So that's next. So Felicia sent me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. My guy is so shy about making ooh-la-la moves. I like when the guy initiates, though. So how do I get him to be more aggressive? Good question. I'll answer next. So this is a good question from Felicia. Basically, her new guy uh, is too shy about making ooh-la-la moves. And you know what I'm talking about. You're in a relationship and you like your partner to make the first move or be like, I want you, or maybe not say it like that, but you know, like the first move, make it like feeling the desire, the passion. So how do you do that? Well, you're going to provoke the guy a little bit, Felicia. That's what you're going to do. The shyness is afraid of rejection. People that are shy are usually just afraid of being rejected because of past experience. So the more you want him, the more he's going to want you. And guys, that's so simple to figure out. So just don't wait for the first signal. Like, you know, teach him how to, you know, and he will learn quick. Once he knows, you're not going to reject him. So I can't give you details because it's radio, but you know what to do. Ooh la la. And after a couple of times, believe me, he'll make the first move. Just go wild and savage on him first. That's my advice. Calls are next. Bonjour, Madison. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Uh, what's going on tonight? How can I help you? Okay, basically, I've been with my guy for like um, almost going on nine years, and I've been really turned off lately because he's so bad with finances. And at one point, that it was, you know, we could deal with it or whatever have you. But at this point, I can't see myself moving forward in a type of this type of relationship when I have to almost kind of pick up the slack because of how he's so bad with his finances. And it's totally turned me off um, intimately-wise, uh, romantically, emotionally. I'm totally turned off. And to approach him about it, it's just been very, very stressful. Um, so basically, what is he? He has a lot of debts. He, does, what, he doesn't pay his bills. Tell me exactly what is he doing financially that freaks you out. Well, he's just basically like, oh, we can pay that bill later. And because of COVID and the situation going on now, he's just taking more advantage of it than usual, where it's like, I still, you know, even with COVID going on, you still have to pay your bills. So I just think he's just become more lax since COVID. Okay. And how, so how does that make you feel? Like when he does that, just you feel I, unstable? I feel unattracted to him. I don't want to sleep with him. I don't want to make love to him. I, I just, I'm not attracted anymore. This my attraction for him is definitely has left the building. Oh, I see. Well, listen, um, have you told him that? Have you had a great talk about it or not yet? Yeah, well, we've talked about it. I've yelled about it. Um, but I'm at the point, you know, like when you're mad at somebody and you yell, 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 but when your voice all of a sudden becomes really calm. So that's where I'm at the point where I could just, the relationship could be done and I could be okay with it. Oh, well, on my advice, get rid of the guy. There's oh, no point oh. of... Okay. No, I'm serious. I mean, the fact you said that shows that you've had enough. And yeah. instead of spending all your energy on him and repairing something that is broken, if I were you, I would say, hasta la vista, baby. Oh, and, you know, okay. because if he doesn't understand that when you don't take care of your finances, you don't, it's like letting go of your relationship because it's true, no romance without finance because romance cannot grow on instability. Exactly. So exactly. 
if he doesn't get that uh, and you're ready to jump out of the boat, then I say, you know, find somebody very solid because the more solid he is, the more attracted you will be to him too. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's right. All right. All right, Madison. Best of luck to you and, and, and have a good night. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. Talking about money problem relationships, I just got a Facebook message at the rendezvous show from Patrick because he's dating a girl who is terrible with money and he needs my help about it. So we'll, we'll get to his Facebook message next. So literally, I got this Facebook message from Patrick who goes, Bonjour, Simon. I'm dating a girl who's terrible with money. She's in debt, spends everything she has and doesn't save at all. And then, Simon, she complains to me that she doesn't have any money anymore. That drives me crazy. What's your advice? Yeah, that... I got something to say about this, so stay with me. My answer is next. So what should you do? If you like Patrick, you have a partner that is terrible with money, in debt, spends all her money, and or if it's his or whatever, your partner is like... You know, just a big hole in the boat of the relationship and water is coming in and you don't know what to do. Well, listen, I'm going to be brutal, but I believe in it. If your partner doesn't understand that the stability of the boat, the stability of the relationship you're on, depends also of the finance, well then, subconsciously or consciously, they want to fail the relationship and you can't stay with somebody like this. I would not stay if my girlfriend would not be stable financially. I, I just can't handle it, I'll be honest. So there's not something you can say. You can just tell her how you feel. I don't think it's gonna change her unless she feels the pain. So my advice is to leave the boat she's on. She has to feel the pain and then she might get her senses back. That's my advice, you call the next. Bonjour Marianne. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on tonight? So I am a single mom getting back into the dating scene. Um, I've been talking to this gentleman for about a week, and I was curious as to when would be the appropriate time to tell him about my son. Um, so just so I understand, you've met this guy before? Yes, uh, I met him through a mutual friend of mine. How many times? We've uh, met a good handful of times, actually. I've met him before, um, but he just recently approached me and said that he was attracted to me and wanted to take me out for a couple of drinks. And so I decided to take the chance and go out with him. Did you kiss him? Um, not yet. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, your child is the most precious, beautiful part of your life. If you don't say it up front, so the next date, uh, A, the guy, and I could put myself in his shoes, will think this is very strange. A mother, you know, on the second date or third date doesn't mention she's a mom. Because A, you should be so proud of it that you should say it right away. And two, because for him, then he will have to take in consideration the fact you're a single mom. And that's a beautiful thing. I've dated some wonderful single moms. So, you know, I think it's wonderful too. But what is um, maybe troubling is if you wait too, too long and the guy is going to look at you and say, you know, why did you wait to tell me the most important part of your personal life? You're a mom now. 
right? So um, don't wait, uh, Marianne, and on the next date, you know, say, you know, after you start eating, say, listen, I got to tell you, and I hope it's okay. I'm a mom. I love, you know, is it a son or a daughter? What do you have? A son. Yeah. So, I, you know, my son is the sunshine of my life, and uh, I wanted you to know that I'm a single mom. I should have told you before, but we were caught up in another conversation. Here's a picture of him. And then you see how he reacts. Okay. This is nothing to fear. And I know because of this show and friends of mine that there's other single moms like you who are afraid to say the single mom, how, you know, the guy will react. But listen, the right guy will react well and you'll be happy. Thank you. You got it. Good luck to you and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go to Rachel voicemail because she went on a date with a guy and something happens. So her voicemail is next. So Rachel left me a voicemail. Just take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Rachel. Um, I have been dating a guy for a little while that I met online, um, and everything's been going great. But he pretty frequently talks about other dates um, that he's had with people that he met on the same app where he met me. Um, and I can't tell if this is him trying to be very honest with me and include me in on his life or if he is um, trying to set a boundary and let me know that he's still dating other people. Um, we've both spoken about wanting monogamous relationships, and so it is a little confusing. And I'm not sure if maybe he just doesn't want one with me quite yet. Anyway, I would love to get your take on this. Um, I'm not really sure how to broach the subject with him. Um, thank you so much, and I will be listening for your response. Yes, Rachel, thanks for the question. What should you do when uh, the person you're dating talks about past dates? I'll tell you what to do next. So what should you do if you start dating somebody and at the beginning they talk about the past and past dates and, you know, you say it's okay, it's the beginning, and in the middle they still do it, and then, you know, we like each other, still talk about past dates. So that's the problem Rachel is facing with that guy. He still talks about past dates. So what should you do? Address it. And say, listen, the more you talk about past dates, the less it's exciting for me. Uh, if you're not, you know, uh, willing to do it alone, if you need to talk about it, maybe you go see a therapist. That's okay. Because sometimes we need to clean the past to have a better future. But I'm not the shrink, and I don't want to talk about past dates anymore. It makes me feel, you know, uh, not your priority on your mind. So let's talk about the present and the future and not the past. The past is for either a notebook or a therapist. That's my advice. But you've got to lay it down like it is. No unspoken, Rachel, okay? Thanks for the voicemail. Calls are next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Graham. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Graham. So I understand you have a beautiful romantic love story you want to share with me tonight. Go ahead. Yes, uh, so I began dating my current girlfriend a few months back, and the thing with her is that she's had some commitment issues and really feeling that someone is going to commit to her and love her fully. Um, so when we started dating, she had these questions, and I didn't know how to convince her with my words. So I had went to visit my parents for one of their birthdays, and over those few days, I drew this really elaborate if you want to call it a painting, 
I was using charcoals and, and shadows, and I, I drew it of her. Wow. Um, I drew it in, of her as though it was the 1800s in that kind of style. Um, wow. And so when I came back and I invited her over to my place, and she wanted to talk to me again about, like, whether she thought that, that I was, you know, just playing with her that, or if my, you know, intentions were really romantic. And I said, well, hey, uh, you know, I thought about you a lot. She goes, oh, did you really? Or are you just saying that? And I was like, yeah, I thought about you enough to do this. And I opened up the painting, and she burst into tears. And the tears just came down her face. And uh... it's because I think the painting was so accurate and had a look in her eyes in the painting. And uh, since then, she hasn't questioned or, or, or even inquired my dedication or, or my commitment. Uh -huh. Listen, first of all, thank you for sharing that story. And I give you credit because, you know, I can't draw or paint anything. And just the way you did it, plus the 18th century style, I mean, that's a lot of loving and a lot of attention to details. It took some time. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Listen, thank you so much for sharing that story and have a good night. You too. Thank you. Hey, does the kind of ooh-la-la movies you watch reflect what you want in real life or you think it's just your fantasy? We'll talk about that next. Hey, does the kind of ooh-la-la movies you watch reflect what you want in real life or is it just a fantasy? So I posted that on my social media. 26% of you voted ooh-la-la movies I watch what I really want in real life. 74% of you voted, no, no, uh, just, it's like fantasy. Interesting. Um, I'm not going to tell you because I didn't vote. <laughs> so I got to pass on this one. Thank you so much for spending the night. Really, merci beaucoup et bonne soirée. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.